spicy ladies. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Ooh, I'm actually nerding out on this one a little bit because this is definitely going to be an episode that you either one, want to listen to in the car and then re-listen to, or two, go ahead and save it from when you're at home and you have a pen and paper or your laptop open or your iPad, however you take notes, your notes on your phone, whatever that looks like for you, because this is definitely a note worthy, like practical, tangible takeaways episode. So today when I'm recording this, it's Saturday, July the 2nd. So we are officially halfway through 2022, which to me is insane. I am finding it hard to believe that we are already halfway through this year. There have been a lot of great things that have happened for me and my family this year. There's been some challenges. There's been some things that I wanted to do that I haven't quite done yet. There's goals that I want to hit that I haven't quite hit yet. In saying that, Since we are halfway through the year, I wanted to walk you through what my process looks like when it comes to, you know, quarterly reviews for myself. Um, I know that sounds like super businessy and whatever, but there's a reason that successful companies do reviews. They do quarterly reviews. Some of them do 30 day reviews, six month reviews, um, annual, semi-annual reviews. And there's a reason for it. There's a reason that those companies are so successful because they take time to look back and see what's working, what's not working, what should we keep implementing, what are we proud of, et cetera, et cetera. So when it comes to myself and when it comes to you, somebody who is either a businesswoman or you're chasing after your goals and your dreams, you're working up the ladder in your career, wherever you are, if you're listening to this podcast, it is with the intent to grow. And if you intend to grow, you have to be able to look back and see what am I doing that's allowing growth and what am I doing that's haltering my growth? What am I doing that's allowing growth, that's promoting it, that's nurturing growth? And what am I doing that's stunting my growth, that's holding me back, that's blocking me from the growth I want to have, from the goals that I want to achieve, and from my dream life? What's holding me back from all of these things that I want? And in order to assess that, you have to take time to stop. And it's like this rule in business and leadership that you have to slow down to speed up. And when people say that, they mean slowing down enough to understand what's happening in your world, what's happening in your business, what's happening in your career, what's happening in your life, and which which direction do we need to go? If you choose to walk through life without doing reviews, without taking time to process and see what's going well, what's not, it's as if you're starting a road trip somewhere without maps on, without any directions, and you're just driving there and you're never checking where you're going. It would be like if I got in the car today in Georgia and decided to go to California and I just started driving and I didn't pay attention to anything. I didn't pay attention to road signs. I didn't turn on Waze, Google Maps, Apple Maps. I didn't have like written directions. I didn't pay attention to anything. I just started driving. I would get lost. If I didn't pay attention, I can guarantee you, I probably wouldn't end up in California. I guess if I just kept driving west, 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 but it would take me forever to get there. Whereas if I made a plan and have direction and know where I'm headed and I stop along the way to see how far I am, where I have to go next, which way I want to go, which way doesn't have traffic, which way doesn't have tolls, whatever it looks like, I can get to California a hell of a lot faster if I'm taking time to assess what's going on, where I'm headed, and where I want to go. And so as we're halfway through the year, I want to just walk through you what my process looks like for reviewing. This is something that I have started doing recently, or what my process looks like for a check-in, a mid-year check-in for myself, for my business, for my marriage, for my family. Um, so I do it in, in a few different realms. I do, I definitely do it for my business. 
Um, I of course do it for my personal life, like for my personal self. And then I also just look and see how is my marriage? How is my relationship with my favorite person? How are my relationships with others? And that's a piece of the personal, but today I want to, I just want to jump in and walk you through my process of what a mid-year check-in looks like. And the first place that I start always, always, always is gratitude. I want to look back at the previous six months of this year and think about what am I really thankful for? Who are the people that I've met that I'm thankful to have in my life? What accomplishments have I achieved that I can pat myself on the back for? What trips have I gone? What awards have I received? Are there promotions in my job that I've received? Are there promotions in my life? Are there things happening in my business that I can be grateful for? And the reason that I want to start with gratitude is because that's going to set the tone and it's going to set the energy for this check-in because there's going to be pieces of this check-in because there are going to be pieces of this check-in that might be hard for me to hear and hard for me to process. So I want to make sure that I'm setting the intention of this check-in to be full of gratitude and to be in a good, healthy, positive space. This is not a place for me to come and beat myself up. And for you, this is not a place for you to come and beat yourself up and look at all the things that you haven't done and look what you haven't achieved and look what you don't have. It's not a place for you to come and check in and look at all the things that you don't have or look at all the accomplishments that you haven't quite achieved yet. It's not a place for you to come in and berate yourself. And so the reason that I start with gratitude is because I want to set the energy of this time with myself. And I want this time with myself to be very healthy. And I want it to be growth-minded. And I want it to be a space full of love. And that is key. Whenever you are doing a check-in, I want you to make sure that you are creating an energy and you're creating a space with the intent of love and serving yourself and taking care safe space of taking care of yourself. So I'm going to start with gratitude. Again, who are the people that I'm grateful for that are in my life that have come into my life within the sex, within the last six months? What, what, um, what changes have I made in the past six months that I'm grateful for? You know, I took a new job this year. I'm grateful that I did that. What have I accomplished in the first six months of this year that I'm really proud of? What trips have I gone on that I really enjoyed myself? What date nights did I go on with my husband, Justin, that I loved, that I enjoyed? What did we do together that I had a great time doing? What family did I get to see this year that I'm grateful that I got to see? What awards have I won already that I'm grateful for? What promotions have I received? Where have I leveled up in life that I can pat myself on the back? It's not only a space for you to be grateful, but it's also a space for you to be proud of yourself and for you to pat yourself on the back. You know, I was on, I was on a call last week with my team this past Monday, actually, and we were just having this beautiful conversation talking about the idea of remembering to be proud of ourselves. And I think sometimes we just go through the motions of life and we almost turn on autopilot and we forget to pat ourselves on the back. And we go through the motions of life. And because we are not where we want to be yet, we beat ourselves up rather than looking at all of the things that we're doing and the impact that we're making and the people that we're serving and how we can be grateful for that and grateful for the opportunity to serve, grateful for the privilege to have people come into our lives, grateful to have food on the table and gas in the tank. It's little things that I want to look back on this year, thankful that I'm healthy grateful that physically and mentally and emotionally I'm healthy or I'm getting there. So I always start in gratitude. And then from there, once I'm grateful for all the things that have happened, then I start looking back and saying, okay, what have I not hit yet? What did I want to do in the first six months that I haven't done yet? 
what didn't happen for me that I thought was going to happen or that I wanted to happen. And again, and I talk about this all the time on my podcast, I want you to come into this review with honesty, being honest with yourself, but I also want you to come with a ton of grace because you are a human being and remember, and I know this is so simple, but I just want to remind you, you cannot change anything that has happened in the past. It's impossible. You don't have the ability to change what happened in the past, but you do have the ability to look back, problem solve about why it happened or why something didn't happen, and then move forward in the present and the future. But you can't go back and change what happened or didn't happen. And so if you come into, if you are finding that you come into check-ins with yourself and you just get so upset about the past, you're like, oh man, I wish I would have done this. I should have done this. Oh my gosh, that, that word in and of itself, should have, those two words, should have, oh man, I should have done this. Do you know how much shame is attached to should? It's the same thing with the word need. But there's so much shame attached to this word should. Well, I should have done this. I should have said this to that person. I should have connected here. I should have worked a little bit longer that night. I should have, I should have, I should have. It's like all the shame and judgment that we're just deciding, choosing to pour on ourselves. The language that you use is a choice. You get to choose whether or not the words that come out of your mouth are words that are uplifting and helpful and necessary or whether they're berating and degrading and insulting. You get to decide whether you are lifting yourself up or tearing yourself down and others as well. But I really want to, I really want you to, as you're doing this check-in to really focus on you, focus on what's going on in your world and your business and your goals and your career, because I want you to have the life that you've always dreamed of. But in order to do that, we have to be really honest with ourselves. What, what didn't happen that I wanted to happen or what did happen that I didn't want to happen? What played out in a way that I did not want it to play out? What goals did I set that I didn't hit? And then from there, you look and you say, okay, why? Because nothing changes if nothing changes. In order for you to hit the goals that you want to hit, you're going to have to change course a little bit. You're going to have to make adjustments. You're going to have to change directions a little bit because if you keep going the same way, it's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Things have to change in order for things to change. Again, nothing changes if nothing changes. Is it habits that you either need to get rid of or introduce? Is it your daily routine that's really not serving you or your nighttime routine? Is it your routine when you get home from work? to just come in and drop everything and lay on the couch for the rest of the night and then just kind of, and then just, and just go or to come in and lay on the couch or sit down somewhere and try to try to work on the couch and be distracted doing something else. Are you walking into your business or your career? And this is specifically for those of you who are like me, who work full-time, but also run a business. When you get home, are you trying to do your, are you trying to work your business while watching TV or spending time with people or, or cleaning the house? Or are you giving yourself a focused space? And we're going to get into that. That's another piece of today, but you got to assess and look at what, what am I doing that I need to stop doing? And what am I not doing that I need to start doing? Am I prioritizing the things that I say are my priority? If my priority is to get my family out of debt, am I doing what it takes to earn the money to get my family out of debt? 
you guys are going to hear my puppies in the background, but that's okay. You're, you're going to hear their little pitter patters, but just roll with me. Or for you, if your goal is to be a more present mom, are you, are you staying disciplined in your time with your business so that you can enjoy your time with your kids? So you're, so you're not experiencing mom guilt when you're working your business and you're not experiencing business guilt when you're being a mom, when you're with your kids. Are you respecting the boundaries of time that you said you were going to respect? Or are you even scheduling that time? And for you, for you, if you're listening, you're like, well, I don't want to just schedule my day out. I don't want to just schedule time here and schedule time there and this, that, and the other. And listen, sis, I understand that you don't want to be like this cut and dry, hard regimen. But what I'm telling you is we all only get 24 hours in the day. And if hypothetically we sleep eight of those, that leaves us with 16 hours. And hypothetically speaking, let's say we work eight of those. That only leaves us with eight hours. And so if you want to be the person that has it all, because it is possible for you to have it all one, you have to choose what your all is, but two, you also have to stay disciplined and stay um, committed to what you said you were going to do. If you gave yourself your word and saying, I am going to build this to pay off debt, or I am going to build this. so I don't have to work full time anymore. I am going to chase after my dreams, after my goals, my careers. I am going to show up at my career and work hard every day and go the extra mile because this is what I want to do with my life. And I just want to let you know, if you're listening to this and you are like in your career, I'm trying to think like, let's say you're in advertising and that's what you want to do with your life. That's amazing. And it's amazing for you to show up in your job every day and go the extra mile and focus and stay committed to your schedule. Being an entrepreneur isn't for everybody, but growth is, and being healthy is. And having a growth mindset and choosing to be healthy and choosing to look at yourself and be really honest with yourself and give yourself a ton of grace is going to allow you to step into the world as a better version of yourself. I actually just heard this um, saying like 15 minutes ago, and I loved it. And the woman was saying, you know, the goal of being healthy is not to be the best possible version of yourself. The goal of being healthy is to see the worst things in you and still love you anyway and love you enough to work. And then from my perspective, it's like, yes, totally. And from that space, seeing what you deem as the worst things in yourself and choosing to work through those. So we need to look at what we need to start doing and what, or what we need to stop doing and what we need to start doing. Where do I need to show up in my world? Where is it that I do need to put myself out there more? Where is it that I do need to do scary things and do hard things? Where is it that I need to choose courage and choose commitment and choose to not be so attached to my feelings when I'm walking through and growing my business or growing in my career? And I'm not saying to neglect your feelings. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is if you want to be a healthy, powerful leader, you're going to have to learn how to not get so attached to your feelings. You're going to have to learn to, to see where your thoughts are that are leading you into feelings that are dictating your actions. Because emotions come and go, they ebb and flow. So if you are running based off of your emotions, you are being controlled by them as opposed to working on your thoughts, recognizing what toxic thoughts you are allowing to have space in your life that are creating feelings that then turn into action. I want you to feel all the things. I don't want you to repress your feelings because 
repression is not deletion. I'm not telling you not to feel your feelings. What I'm telling you is to not be controlled by them, to not allow your feelings to be the driver of your life. And here's how this can play out. I feel like I'm not explaining this well, is there are days. So again, if you don't know me, or if this is your first episode, I work full-time and I also run my own social selling business. And there are certainly days when I walk into my business and I feel motivated, I feel inspired, I feel encouraged. And of course, I want to show up and work my business. Of course, I want to show up and serve others. Of course, I want to show up and create content. But there are also days in my business where I feel disappointment, or I feel tired, or I feel dread, or I feel unmotivated, or I just feel apathetic. Like it's, I'm a human being. I have shit days. I have really great days and really joyful and peaceful days, but I also have really tough days. And it's in those days where I'm feeling tired or my energy is low, or I'm just not feeling motivated. I'm not feeling inspired that I have to choose commitment. I have to allow myself to feel those things, recognize what thoughts are causing those feelings, and then move to a space where I'm committed. And even if I'm feeling that, even if something's going on in my world and I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling disappointed or I'm feeling tired, I am still going to choose to show up in a committed way because my feelings are not dictating my life. I do not allow my feelings to run my life because everything is mental. It's all about your energy. It's all about your thoughts. And so of course, on the days when I feel motivated and I feel inspired, I use that to my advantage and I get out there with great energy. But on the days when I'm not, I'm still going to choose to show up anyway. And so for you, if you're halfway through the year and you maybe haven't hit goals that you want to hit, or you're not exactly where you want to be, or you're not, you didn't receive the promotion that you were going to receive. I want you to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, what do I need to stop doing? That's not helping me. And what do I need to start doing? And maybe what you need to start doing is to start being committed and may, and I'm not going to go on a whole tangent, but I really could. And maybe in order for you to be committed, you need to figure out why you're committed in the first place. It would make no sense for me to come on this podcast and be like, be committed, be committed, be committed. But for what? For why? What reason? And that's another piece in this mid-year check-in that I want you to ask yourself. Why are you showing up? Why are you chasing after your goals? Why are you doing hard things? Why are you working and also running a business? Why did you start a business in the first place? Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom or where I like, I, I love the term work from home mom. Maybe you're a work from home mom. And you have the privilege of being at home with your babies and running your own business, but that shit's hard. Don't get it twisted. It's hard. Why is it when you can be a stay at home mom, if you want to, but you're choosing to be a work from home mom, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why do you want these goals? What are the dreams that you want to accomplish? And that's where I want to transition into the third part of this. So you, so you look back and you start with gratitude. What am I grateful for? What am I thankful for? What am I joyful about? Then you move into what, what didn't happen for me? What am I not proud of? What do I need to start doing that I'm not doing? And what do I need to stop doing that I am doing? Because nothing changes if nothing changes. And then I want you to end with a grat with another piece of gratitude. So I, as I was going over this, I recognized my mid-year check-in is a gratitude sandwich. It's gratitude for the past, for what's happened over the past six months. It's recognition of the past 
what didn't happen? What did I want to happen that didn't happen? What did happen that I'm not proud of? What can I start doing? What can I stop doing? And then we're going to go right back into gratitude. And the reason being is because I want you to move into the next six months of the year with gratitude. I want you to move into the next six months of the year and write out your goals and write out your plans for the lat for the back half of the year from a healthy, positive space. It's for the same reason that we started in gratitude, because gratitude can change everything. When we come into the world and we come to God with thanksgiving, the attitude changes, the energy changes. When we are faithful with little, we will be faithful with much. And so if you are in a season right now where you feel like you have a little, or you just don't have what you thought you were going to have, or you just are not quite there yet, be faithful in this season and be faithful to be grateful. This is something that you can start doing. You can start having gratitude every single day. What am I thankful for right now? What has God already done for me? What have I done for me? So we're going to end with gratitude and vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. You have to have a vision about where you're going. And a really powerful way to do this is to have a vision board. I'm actually looking at mine on my desk right now. And I'm in this really powerful group with other uh, female leaders in my company. And this is something that we just did as a team is we created vision boards and there's power in vision. Again, where there is no vision, the people perish. So what we know is if there's no vision and the people perish, if there is vision, the people flourish. You have to create and see every single day, get your mind focused every single day on what you want. What is it that you want? What do your dreams look like? What do they feel like? What do they smell like? What does your definition of success feel like? When you walk out onto your back porch, what is the smell? When you think about your husband or your wife setting dinner on the table and what you're eating day in and day out, what does it taste like? When you look around the room in your new life, and the dreams and the, and, and the goals that you wanted to accomplish and you're living your dream life, when you look around, who's with you? And then be grateful for that. I'm so grateful that my marriage looks like this. I'm so grateful that I have this house and I have these people with me sitting at the table. I'm so grateful that my bank account looks like this. I'm so grateful that I can give this generously. What are you grateful for that's coming? But also, what are you grateful for today, in this moment, in the present time, right now, as you're listening to my voice, what are you grateful for? Because gratitude changes the energy. And the reason that you have a vision, the reason that you create a vision board and you think and you, you um, imagine and you daydream is because that gets your mind moving to moving forward. We cannot change anything that happened in the past, but if we want the future to be better, if we want to accomplish our goals, if we want to accomplish our dreams, we have to get forward focused. We cannot keep looking in the rearview mirror. The last part of your check-in of your mid-year check-in is looking at where you're going, determining where you're going and how you're going to get there. 
And the reason that you do this is because when you give your, it's because you need your brain to focus. You have to train your brain to focus on the goals that you want to accomplish. It's called selective attention. And you can see it played out. If I, if we walked into target together and I said, Hey sis, I want you to count how many red shirts you see. And we walked out and we walked out of target. And I said, Hey, how many red shirts did you see? And you said 26. I said, well, how many blue shirts did you see? Oh, oh, well, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Exactly. Your brain has selective attention and you get to select what it pays attention to. So what is it that you want? Who is it that you want at your table? Who is it that you want on your team? Who is it that you want to join your company with you? Who is it that you want to work with you? If you own a brick and mortar, who would you love to have on your team? Who would you love to be your business partner? Who would you love to grow with and serve and love on and support and nurture? What would you love your bank account to look like? What land do you want to live on? What car do you want to drive? What trip, what places in this gorgeous world do you want to go see? You got to start having your brain focused on where it's headed because when you are forward focused, you will naturally put in the work that it takes to get there. And even on the days when you don't feel like it, even on the days where you're disappointed and you're tired and your energy is low, that is your why. You can see your why and you can choose commitment. You have to tell your brain where you're headed. You have to feed it. You have to direct it, give it directions to where you want it to go and be very grateful along the way. I'm grateful for these hard seasons. I'm grateful for the days when I don't feel like it, but I'm committed anyway. I'm grateful for the life that I'm going to have. I'm grateful for the purpose that God has laid on my life. I'm grateful for the food on my table. I'm grateful for gas in my car. I'm grateful for the people that I have right now. I know earlier you heard my little puppies pitter patter. I'm grateful to have little puppies running around in my home. I'm grateful to have enough that I can, that I can spoil dogs. Like that's a luxury. So as you're doing this mid-year check-in, it's a gratitude sandwich. Grateful for where you've been, for what you've learned. Assessing and being honest about what didn't happen, what needs to start happening, what you're not proud of, what you want to be proud of. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And then being grateful for where you're headed. Because if you stick to the journey and you stick to it, sis, I promise you, you will get to where you're headed. But it's going to take a hell of a lot longer if you don't take time to pause and assess what's going well and what direction you're going in. If you don't ever stop to assess and look and review, you could be headed in the way wrong direction or taking a way roundabout way to get there when you could just have a straight shot. I love you. I'm proud of you. And before I sign off today, I want you to pat yourself on the back, physically pat yourself on the back, give yourself a high five in the mirror and tell yourself, I am proud of you. Look yourself in the eye. One of the most powerful things you can do is look yourself directly in the eye. Look, look at yourself in the mirror and, to, and say, I am proud of you. Because I don't want you to move into the back half, half of this year in shame or judgment or guilt or woe is me or compare and despair. I want you to move into the next six months of this year in power and in gratitude and in strength and with focus and vision, a vision so you can flourish. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you loved it, please do me a huge favor, leave a rating, leave a comment and share it to your socials. I can reach other growth-minded women just like you. I'll catch you next week.